Compliment, and you're listening to Living with Cramlaw on WGOT LP Gainesville 100.1 FM. Thank you for listening either live on the radio or to the podcast. Either way, welcome, welcome, welcome. And first up in the mix this week, new music from a Parisian production duo, Justice, uh, with Generator. A very Justice sounding song there. Uh, then new music from Fever Ray Shiver. After that, it was System Exclusive with Click. 
And that's everything you've heard in the warm-up mix so far on Living with Cramla. And I'm lucky to have my voice. And lucky and happy to be back behind the mic because, woo, uh, personally, been a rough couple of weeks health-wise uh, for myself. So I started out with like a, either a pretty bad cold or minor flu a couple weeks ago that just kept lingering and lingering. And, you know, it was one of those things where you'd feel like, oh, I'm, I'm a little bit better. I'll be fine tomorrow. And it, I was about like, oh, I'm going to turn the corner. And then you wake up the next day and feel terrible. And it was just up and down. And this went on for about a week um, with the WGOT live radiothon. Um, last Saturday? Yeah. Oh, no, two Saturdays ago, actually, because um, the replay was last Saturday. But, uh, yeah, that's how long I've been out of it. But I did that, like, right in the middle of this illness. Um, a live broadcast, i got to be honest. I was uh, completely sober, but I barely remember because I was so, like, hopped up and propped up with all these, like, over-the-counter cold medicines like Sudafed and, you know, Tylenol, PM or whatever, Tylenol, AM. But anyway... Um, so I wasn't feeling good, and then everything kind of intensified, and I wound up having a fever and chills and was coughing up what looked like these, like, chewed-up gumballs, like, gray and green and yellow, all these different colors. And I eventually found my way over to urgent care to find out I have, or still have, actually, pneumonia, which is never a diagnosis you uh, want to hear. It, it kind of come down between covid and I thought it might be pneumonia, and he came in and said, well, you don't have um, COVID. And I was kind of at that point wishing that I had COVID, because I know what pneumonia is all about. So, yeah. And, um, you know, it was really kind of scary, because I had made it all the way through the COVID era without ever getting sick, or even having uh, been tested positive for COVID. And, in fact, I haven't really been sick at all, other than allergies and things like that, uh, in the last five years. Um, in fact, I think the last medical treatment that I went to the doctor for was to get my uh, COVID booster a couple years ago. So, um, But anyway, that, that's my health situation and why I was out last week and uh, kind of incoherent the week before on that radiothon. Uh, pneumonia, it's not very much fun, but like I said, I'm feeling better. And knock on wood, I'm going to keep getting better. And uh, so this week, going to do uh, a lot of catching up with the uh, music and also some things I watched on TV as I was uh, in bed for like 10 days, basically. Um, so there you go. And uh, first up, music-wise, um, I know I wasn't feeling good, and I'm actually feeling a little bit better right now. Um, but the song you're going to hear is How Are You Feeling? A new one from Swami and the Bed of Nails here on Living with Cram. Rolling.
set up you had i dress with mrs valentine and you're listening to living with cramlo and wgot lp gainesville before that you had music from swami in the bed of nails how are you feeling then new music from pearl jam uh, that song is dark matter if you want to check it out online uh right after that you had gouge away uh, that song is dallas then new music from a classic alternative band porno for pyros with little me then it was a blockhead with scum lord and then i uh, get you called up to everything you've heard on the show today, um, you had Amen Dunes, first new music from him in seven years, I believe, and that song title is Purple Land, and thank you once again for listening to Living with Cramel on WGOT LP Gainesville. Um, mentioned in the beginning, just coming back after being out a couple weeks for uh, pneumonia, all things, so uh, I'm going to keep it kind of short and simple as my voice is barely holding on as it is, so... Uh, we're going to skip uh, news this week, and we're going to go straight into TV and movies. And like I said, as I mentioned in the intro and just a second ago, I've watched a lot of television the past week and a half, uh, because, you know, it's not a lot you can do when you've got pneumonia, other than lay around and watch TV and kind of feel sorry for yourself. And uh, I was really, like, basically a zombie for the better part of those entire two weeks uh, leading up to this past week. Uh, in fact, I was so out of it the first week, and I really wanted to watch like uh, all these movies and TV shows that I have like saved up. Um, I was actually reduced to just putting Seinfeld, of all things, on a loop because it's on Netflix. Because it was, um, I was so out of it mentally that I couldn't follow like a basic plot or a story of anything. So I think I watched Seinfeld one and a half times in its entirety from start to finish, and hey holds up, especially if you're uh, kind of delirious, but um, the one thing, um, oh, one last thing I'm talking about pneumonia today, and I meant to bring it up in the opening segment because it doesn't really belong here, um, but it's been a long time since I've had to take antibiotics, and I think probably partly because of my advanced age or maybe the 
incredible strength to the dosage of the antibiotics I was taking. Uh, I learned one thing that I've heard before but never experienced firsthand. If you're on a heavy dose of antibiotics and uh, you're getting up, do not cough too hard. Or barely cough. Or you may, as I learned, unfortunately, you may find some unintended consequences left behind. Another, if you haven't been on antibiotics for a while and you're getting a little bit older, do not pee too hard standing up. Or you might find uh, some unintended consequences hanging out uh, left behind. Um, last bit of antibiotics uh, uh, tips for people that haven't been on them for a while or are extremely old like myself. Do not, this is really important, do not try to roll out of bed too quickly while simultaneously coughing. Or you might find some... Uh, Unintended consequences behind. So that is my uh, antibiotics living with Kremlin pneumonia final public announcement. So um, let's do a television show because I spent most of the time watching TV more than movies. And I was really happy that my illness, I guess, had corresponded with the fourth season of True Detective called Night Country. Um, and if you are a fan of the show, the first one's really loved. The other two, like season two, season three, uh, not as much love. And uh, I knew from the reviews and word of mouth that this season has been promised that it was going to get back to the original style of season one, and it was going to be more like that gritty supernatural slash um, police procedural. And pretty much did that. And season four happens to be directed, created, written, by someone I've, I've never seen their work before, but it's Issa Lopez uh, working with um, the producers of uh, Year One. And uh, it stars Jodie Foster and also someone I've never seen in movies before. I think it might be one of her first like big roles. She's an ex-boxer, I believe. Um, but it was uh, starring Jodie Foster and Callie Reese, and they are playing police detectives in this show uh, set in Alaska in a town where it's about to go dark for, you know, a couple weeks, which is a great, great setting for a horror movie or a show like True Detective. So um, that made my enjoyment of the show, I think, even more. And the basic plot is that there's this Arctic research station out situated by this town, and all the men working there, they are suddenly attacked, and they wound up frozen to death outside their base uh, completely naked. So the mystery is, well, how did this happen? The other half of the show is um, connected to this research lab. There was a, a murder of a, a local native woman who was protesting some of the mining and other things that were going on. That's all kind of intertwined with, with the men's uh, death at the research lab. And it's a complicated show. It's a pretty deep show. Um, it does a really good job of blending like the supernatural elements with like just a traditional murder uh, mystery wrapped inside a show set in Alaska which I, it's a really great place like I said interesting uh, terrain to have a show both physically and, and visually it looks great on the screen and you know 
Uh, I thought the first two episodes were pretty good, and I'm kind of waiting for the show to kind of fall apart. I wasn't like really sure whether it was going to be great or just kind of okay. Um, but as each episode came, three, four, five, just kept getting better and better and better. And uh, really great writing. Really great all around. Great writing, first of all, but great acting and a really interesting story arc that it makes sense. It wasn't too crazy, but you don't exactly see it coming. So uh, there you go. If you're looking for something uh, quality-wise, and I think this might probably be on my top 10 television show for next year, and you, and you want something that kind of is like a gritty uh, crime detective series that has a little bit of supernatural elements added in there and horror, uh, then this will be for you for sure. Uh, so that's a big recommendation. And you can find that streaming right now on Max. But uh, let's get into new music. Uh, what's that? New, new, new music. Sorry about that. I'm getting a little bit uh, flustered here as I haven't had to speak behind the mic for quite a while. So um, new music. It's going to sound like old music, uh, like 50s music, but it's new music from the Black Keys. I forgot to be your lover. <laughs> Have I told you lately that I love you? Well, if I didn't, then I'm sorry. Did I reach out and hold you in my loving arms? Oh, when you needed me.
think it feels different to let you beside me. You're calm and consistent. Don't blink or you'll miss this. There's something's too, too.
Babyface explores hair, one of my favorite songs this week, and you're listening to Living with Cramla on WGOT LP Gainesville 100.1 FM. Before that, you heard new music from The Black Keys, I Forgot to Be Your Lover, uh, then a new one from Caleb Landry Jones, Corn Mine. After that, you had Parsnip with the Light, then it was Sunday Cruise with Pretty Girl, and that's everything you've heard on the show this week. I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting WGOT. Um, if you want to hit us up with a one-time donation, help out uh, Living with Cramla, help out Cramla Mix Show. More importantly, help out WGOT. You can do that. Uh, we've got a Venmo account, and that is WGOT Forever uh, with the four spelled with the number four. So WGOT Forever. Uh, you can give us like a... Shoot us a $5 bill, that'd be pretty cool. But uh, anyway, always trying to uh, raise funds, keep the station up on the air as it costs about $12,000 a year to do that. And right now we're about $8,000 short this year. So uh, consider making a one-time donation through Venmo. Um, but earlier in the show spoke about how kind of been out of commission with pneumonia. Feeling a little bit better today, still not quite all the way there. Um, so I'm going to do a couple of movies that I watched while I was... Uh, completely incapacitated and for whatever reason maybe it was my mood I decided to watch a couple of movies that turned out to be uh, kind of 
very sad movies. And the first one uh, is one that I've been waiting for a while to see because I know a little bit about the background story, and that is the wrestling movie Iron Claw. And without a doubt, spoiler alert, <laughs> uh, Iron Claw has got to be the absolute saddest movie I saw uh, this year. And I saw some pretty sad ones. So uh, uh, consider that before uh, you decide whether you want to watch it or not. Um, it's really sad. I don't know how else to say it. Lots of suicide. So a trigger warning there on that one too. But uh, it's got a great cast. Uh, buzzworthy right now, uh, Jeremy Allen White from The Bear. Uh, plays Carmine on that show, starring with Zac Efron, uh, another huge star. They play two of the four brothers in the movie, the um, Hart brothers, which are uh, Carrie, Kevin, David, Mike, and I think there's actually a fifth one in real life that they left off because it was just too much sadness to cram into one movie, I suppose. But uh, first half of the movie is kind of fun. It's a 70s uh, brother drama period piece kind of exploring uh, their dad, not the nicest person in the world, their mom, not the nicest person in the world either, but uh, the relationship between these four brothers, and you know, they were really loyal to one, each other, one another, other, and at least to the wrestling success, which is the family business. And um, then the second half comes, and oh, that second half is uh, it's pretty rough. And I don't want to give away any of the details if you don't know much about the story. Like I said, I only knew a little bit about it, but... Uh, was kind of surprised some of the other things that I learned. Um, mentioned how good the acting is. Uh, I want to bring out one that really hasn't been mentioned as much. Uh, some of the other ones, but it's this uh, older actor, Holt uh, McCollany, who was on uh, this show I watched on Netflix from David Fincher called Mind Hunt. He's incredible as his dad, who is, uh, another spoiler alert, not a very likable guy, uh, the head of the family. So um, that was really sad. And then a movie I thought was going to be funnier turns out to be pretty sad too. Um, American Fiction, which you probably heard mentioned quite often because it's been nominated for a couple of different um, Oscar nominations. And um, like I said, I thought this was going to be more of a comedy and uh, kind of a stand-up or stand-up rather and comedic parody of how um, black voices are heard in, in the modern media and movies and television in particular and, and books, I suppose. And just how that representation is maybe not well liked, at least among some of the, the people that are writers within the field. And um, so I was kind of expecting a real send up of that. And it was on one level, but it's way more. American fiction's way, way more of this somber family drama starring Jeremy Wright, who's fantastic, deserves all the accolades for his, his performance there. Um, he's kind of the unofficial head of the family. And uh, it's a very affluent black family, doctors, and um, I think a lawyer is the sister, and he's a writer. And they're dealing with a mom who's you know, suddenly really starting to see the effects of suffering from dementia, which is never fun if you've ever had any um, dealings with that, and hopefully you haven't. Um, but yeah, so mom's suffering dementia. Uh, the brother and the sister of Jeremy, or Jeffrey Wright they have their own different kinds of issues happening all at the same time. Um, and you also have this, uh, more drama. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, the, the lead actor, uh, who plays the writer uh, in the movie, he's also starting a new romantic relationship. And the movie's kind of exploring how all these different, um, mostly kind of sad stories uh, intertwine, but yet in a funny way, I, I suppose, in the end. So 
real quick rundown of the plot. Like I said, Jeffrey Wright is kind of the head of this family. He's a writer. Um, he's noticing that uh, one of his rival's books is doing really well. And it's just basically the book's a bunch of black stereotypes and, and tropes, you know, which a lot of, you know, you see in Hollywood, movies get made from these books. So um, he sees that. He's kind of disgusted by it. Uh, he's more of a, like, a traditional writer doing um, not necessarily just, like, black-themed um, uh, type literature, but all over the place. So uh, he sees this. He's kind of frustrated with it. But then kind of an opening comes for him to kind of follow that path, and he makes a decision to do so. And I don't want to tell you necessarily or give away why he decided he would write a book like that, um, but he does. And then there's kind of some funny situations that happen from that. But uh, like I said, it's mostly um, a family drama, a really good family drama. Uh, I didn't quite like it as much as Iron Claw, but it also wasn't as sad as Iron Claw. Uh, but there you go. Both of them, good movies. Uh, Iron Claw basically has no comedy. Uh, so American Fiction is kind of a comedy drama. And I would put them kind of on equal ground. Uh, neither one's streaming for free, quote-unquote, but they're both on video demand. And I, I give you a high recommendation. They're both worth the uh, rental fees I paid this past week. So um, here's the only old song I think you're going to hear this week from uh, our here on Living with Cramlaw. It's from the American, fi uh, not American Fiction, try again. It's from the Iron Claw soundtrack, which had a lot of stuff you would expect for people uh, growing up in the 70s Texas to listen to and I mean that actually kind of in a good way and I heard this song that I hadn't heard since I was growing up in rural North Carolina a song I'd always hear uh, my neighbor who had a swimming pool um, so it's kind of burned in my mind probably haven't heard it in 15 years and immediately as soon as I heard the song I'm like oh my god I'm 10 years old again but yeah you're gonna hear from that movie soundtrack John Denver thank god I'm a country boy well, life on the farm is kind of laid back Ain't much an old country boy like me can't hack It's early to rise, early in the sack Thank God I'm a country boy Well, a simple kind of life never did me no harm Raising me a family and working on the farm My days are all filled with an easy country charm Thank God I'm a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddle And life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Thank God I'm a country boy when the work's all done and the sun's setting low I pull out my fiddle and I rosin up the bow The kids are a sweet so I keep it kinda low Thank God I'm a country boy I'd play Sally Gooden all day if I could But the Lord and my wife wouldn't think it very good So I fiddle when I can and I work when I should Thank God I'm a country boy Well I got me a fine life, I got the old fiddle When the sun's coming up I got cakes on the griddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Thank God I'm a country boy In a black limousine A lot of sad people thinking that's a mighty keen Well, son, let me tell you now exactly what I mean I thank God I'm a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up I got cakes on a griddle and Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Thank God I'm a country boy 
fiddle was my daddy's till the day he died And he took me by the hand, held me close to the side Said live a good life, play my fiddle with pride Thank God you're a country boy Well, my daddy taught me young how to hunt and how to whittle Taught me how to work to play a tune on the fiddle He taught me how to love and how to give just a little And thank God I'm a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle I'm a country boy, yes!
ending things there uh, this week for Living with Cram with Anna Pryor. Tech now, a little bit of house music to end the show, and I am right up against the top of the hour, so I'm going to go fast over what you just heard. Let things off from the Iron Claw soundtrack, John Denver. Thank God I'm a country boy. Then it was Operator Music Band as it goes. Then you heard Bicep with Chroma Zero One. After that, it was Spaced with Rat Race. And then you heard Les Savvy Fav, our fave, with the Legendary Tippers. After that, it was Simon Spine, Board of Guitar. And then BDRMM, Standard Tuning. And then finally, the track before the last one is Bolus Pupil with Ma Tawai Road with a Sala Pupil there. So um, I'm out of here. Quick reminder WGOT is on Patreon if you want to support. Cramla uh, is easy to find at Cramla Radio Shows. And um, I got to get out of here. Next person's up. Goodbye. Have a great week.